This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Uh, guys? Yes? What? What? Remember how I said I was walking upstairs naked? Uh huh. I forgot Val was in the middle of a Zoom class. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was not a smart idea to begin with. You didn't tell me. You basically said, well, wait, why are you just only getting naked now? Don't you get naked every episode? I trusted you. I didn't you. tell you to fucking show your cock to all of her classmates. <laughs> You've sexually assaulted somebody now, Steve. How do you feel? Yeah. Well, what's done is done. Where are we in the story? Her service had been fulfilled. He pulled out and let her taste the cum that remained on his cock. It's Friday Night Fan Fiction Season 12. Super hilarious, mega funny, intro bumper, or whatever. Ah. Anyways, Dave, I'm gonna fucking sue your ass for hitting me so many times in that goddamn race. <laughs> Are you still playing? Of course he I is. I hear your fucking thumbsticks, Dave. I know what you're doing. David, stop. Hello, this is Friday Night Fan Fiction. I'm your host, Steve-O. I haven't even started recording yet. God damn it, Oh, my. I want you guys to show up for show on time. No, don't start. I still haven't done it. All right. Uh, that should be better now. All right. Now get back in second place where you belong. What? You're just... Look, we gave that to Owen. He was our good friend. We didn't give it to Owen. We had our petty squabbles. And as a result, we both spun out, giving the win to the rando. No, no, it went to Owen, our best friend in the whole wide world. I'll have you know, most people need to ask my wife permission before they bang me that hard. Well, I took you out to dinner, so it counts. <laughs> this is this Friday, is Friday night, night fan fiction. This is Friday Night, night Forza. Ooh. We're not playing Forza. <laughs> is it, it really? Can we do that? Can we make no. that a thing? Yeah, we're, no. we're switching formats. No, no, we no. are now in all... We're only reading... Forza fanfics from now we're on. Not even that. We're only talking about Forza and it, uh, like, dude, I'll totally shill for Forza and become a content creator for Forza. All right, let's <laughs> let's let's fucking go. Here's two and a half hours of David throttling his thumbsticks aggressively. <laughs> I can't yeah. throttle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, f- uh, uh, Microsoft. <laughs> Hire me, bro. I'll play a video game just like people in video game commercials play video game, which is to not play a video game at all because they've never touched a controller in their entire life because they have a girlfriend. But how are we going to tighten up the graphics on level three? Right. We'll never tighten the graphics up on level three. It's an impossible challenge. I'm fairly certain that chick in that commercial turned down both those dudes for dates when they were done. Wouldn't you prefer yourself a man who throws a football? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Fucking the fuck. I don't know. Sean, are you still masturbating alone, sadly, in the shower? I did that earlier. Appreciated that you got it out of the way. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know we had show tonight, so I made sure I got it done before we had show. And not play Forza. Yeah, that was really, really nice of you not to play Forza on the show. 
I wouldn't be able to tell the difference audibly between the sound of you sadly masturbating and David angrily throttling his controller. It's more skin-on-skin contact. All right, can we read Skyrim now? All right, I'm Steve-O, there's Logan, there's David, there's Sean. Unfortunately, Val is once again absent because her professor always schedules fucking class on Wednesdays. On that note, I'm going to pull up the fanfic and we're going to read because we're late and I'm sorry. Wait. Logan, did you ask me for the Dune stuff because you wanted to read Dune tonight? Yes. Oh. I thought that was fairly obvious. Wait, it we're wasn't. Doing... It was. Are we doing fan fiction of the world-famous Bollywood spy thriller Doom? Yes. Sweet. Steve, yeah. have you ever seen Doom? Th- Doom? Yeah. D-O-O-M? No, D-H-O-O-M. Dahoom. Yeah, Dahoom. It's Hindu... James Bond, and it fucking rips, dude. 2004 Indian Hindi language action thriller. Yeah, and it, emphasis on the thriller part, because holy hell, it's so good. Okay, it looks like a generic IT man and Bollywood George Clooney are all very upset at this vanilla ice-looking dude in the background. Yeah, and that Bollywood George Clooney, he has weird thumbs, man. What? Weird thumbs. I, I guess. And every time he does something cool, it goes doom, 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 doom. Does it actually do that? Yes, it actually does. I'm not kidding about that. Okay, well, there's Dune, the cock worship of Muadib by Jamie Smith. Not related Muad-Dib. to Muadib. 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 Most deaf. Most deaf. The cock worship of Flav of Flav by Jamie Smith. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The clock worship of Flava Flav. All right, I'll oh. watch that. <laughs> All right, I'm going first. This is date Wednesday, 5th July, 2017, 13 11, Ah, the day before my birthday. Minus 400, which I believe is Eastern time. From Jamie Smith, subject, dude. No, that would be like, what's the province that's the furthest east, Sean? Newfoundland. Yeah, that's Newfoundland time. No, they're on a half hour difference. No, then it would be Greenland. No, Greenland's like minus two. Whatever. It's not it's not a real time because Eastern is Shut minus five hundred. <laughs> is he getting really bad? <laughs> not only did we like show up late, Logan's irritated. <laughs> hey, we're still reading Dune for him. Dune, Dune. Dune, Dune. Dune, Dune. Chapter one. By celebrity. Chapter pairings. Readers, cock slash author, Paul slash reverend mother. Oh, no. Paul so slash mall cop. Wait, readers, cock slash author? It's being written from the perspective of Princess Aurelian. Oh, okay. Disclaimer, this is a smutty adaptation of the novel Dune. Dave, say it. Dune, 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 Dune. <laughs> the story and characters. Is I am I gonna copy and paste that every time we say the word Dune? Yes, I would greatly appreciate it. Actually, <laughs> save you the effort. Yeah, yeah, because that's less work on me and more work on you. Okay, well, can I at least get you to do two Dune, Dune, so that I have a pointer for where to put it? Yes. All right. Do you want like different inflections? Do you want like to give you the full voice work? You could just do Dune, Dune, just like one, two. Dune, 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 Dune,
You know, I have over $300,000 worth of audio plugins and equipment. I own a delay. You don't have to do the multiple dudes. You can just give me one or two. But it's more fun if I do them. Okay, fine. You want to do if it? If I do, fun? do, do, do. <laughs> Can I read? Yeah, go for it, man. <laughs> the story and characters. I don't know. Can you read? <laughs> <laughs> the story and characters involved remain the property of the Herbert estate and do not belong to me. Forward. It's a good thing they cleared that up. Yeah, I was really worried about it. The following is written as though it belongs to Princess Rulian's collection of epigraphs on the Muad'Dib. Muad'Dib! <laughs> Why? It's does... not an English name. Just say it correctly. <laughs> Describe. <laughs> I haven't seen Dune. I'm sorry. Dune! 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 I'm going to level with you. Having seen Dune will not tell you how to pronounce Muad'Dib because they don't ever say Muad'Dib in this one. Okay, dude. But they've said it in the other ones. Yeah, of course. Can we, like, just call this episode Dune and then repeat, 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 repeat? <laughs> progressively smaller font. Yeah. Oh, I have to use fucking superscript and make this fucking tiny letters in the file name. So much extra work. Anyways, Muad'Dib describing the key ritual of the cock worship of Muad'Dib. It begins by describing how the book should properly be read only in the middle of a cock worship ritual. The reader is implored to take off his or her clothes. Oh, hell yeah. Hold on a fucking second. All right. I've never had a story tell me to get naked before. Like, why don't you just do that by default? It seems like a no-brainer for this show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you should probably read Dune then. Yeah. Part five of Dune is just like, then they got naked and everybody bone zoned. So go do that right now, reader. I have read the first three Dunes. Uh, the, yeah, you didn't the get to the horny parts yet. There are horny parts? Yeah. Oh, they're so horny. <laughs> what do you mean, are there horny parts? Of course there's horny parts. The Baron is literally always horny for little boys. Oh, I like children. I want to fuck my nephew, Fedrotha, in his tight little ass. You. Oh boy, I get the fuck sting. Hey, all right. It's time to fall a brand new day. Every time Sting has sex, he by default belts out a song from Zenyatta Mondata. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Anyways, and engage in worshipping either his own cock or someone else's. Not the time to bring up whether or not I am afraid of my own penis, Logan. I mean, you are afraid of your own penis. No, I don't I see not. why it's a this bad should, time to bring it up. This should be strictly observed. Look, man, I ain't afraid of no post. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> afraid of no cock. I ain't Most afraid of no cock penis. Cock penis. <laughs> Most of the passages that follow are smutty scenes taken place during the timeline of the original Dune novel. It includes text excerpted from the book marked in the beginning and end by three asterisks. Uh, sorry, can you read that word for me again? Asterisks. No, no. Excerpt. It, yeah, it's excerpted. Yeah. It's not what yeah, you said, I, though. It is what I said. I said excerpted. No, you said excerpted. There's a P in there. Excerpted. No. No. It's no. Wadib, and no. it's excerpted. No. You actually yeah. got it. Right that time, it is Modib. Logs, <laughs> no, you have to look. Logs, <laughs> logs, bro. We gotta talk about this, man. If you're not gaslighting, you're not getting heightened. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm, I'm glad that you could come out in the open with that and just admit that the last 11 seasons of the show has just been gaslighting. Why would we ever not be gaslighting you? Yeah, that's like that's our modus operandi. That's what friends do. They gaslight. It's what friends do. No, we never gaslight you, Steve. Oh, we would never do Fuck that. You're our friend. <laughs> yeah, I have but- gone through the goddamn first page. Steve, by the way, uh, how many lights are there? There are four lights, Dave. Right, but how many are there really? I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> There are five lights. Yeah, there are there five. Are, Me and I David Warner are to very live in a tastefully decorated cabana here on Romulus. It was on Cardassia Prime. Yeah, me and David Warner are both very much on the subject of the five lights. <laughs> David Warner exited the room asking me, by the way, do you know where I can find the Delta Knights? <laughs> Yeah, I would really like for that to happen, but David <laughs> Warner's too classy to do that. So, also, do you know what the secret of the ooze is? Also, do uh, detective from Batman. Also, uh, have you seen Damien? I can't find him anywhere. It's just a, a reprise of all fucking film roles. All right, back to the excerpted. Marked at the beginning and end by three asterisks. I'm just going to assume that the splat means like a hairball. So, so it's the harf noise, a horf yeah. noise from uh, Red Stimpy. Horf or uh, River City Ransom. Hey, baby, do you want to go on a date? We could go hang out down by the horf. Did you ever see that episode of Red and Stimpy where apparently hairballs were a hot commodity and Ren worked Stimpy? The fucking t- hairball gland that turned into brittle peanuts? Yeah, and then like Thanos snapped itself out of existence at the very end of the episode and then he had to get transplanted or something like that. It's such a weird flip at the end because they like show his hairball gland and then they're just like, without his hairball gland, it's over. And they're like, it's over? <gasps> it's over! Do a little dance. But how, dance. But that's the thing. Like, what happened to all the money that they made from the hairballs? That's his pectoral implants, which was like another episode. That was a different episode. That yeah. was a more different episode where Ren was able to like suplex people with his pecs. I gotta finish this page, but at some point I gotta tell you the fucking episode where he had the was like buying his own casket and planning for his death freaked the shit out of me. Why? We all die. Yeah, but I was like nine. Yeah, but everybody knows that Steve-O's afraid of death just as he's afraid of his own penis. Uh, true. That's why he's so afraid of skeletons. Well, I've got to remember that death does look like his penis because his penis is frankly death. Well, do we have a meter on screen for how badly the gaslighting is going? I don't know. It kind of seems like it's going really well. It is four lights right now. I yeah. do not... In case oh, the reader now it's wants back at five lights. We're good. We're <laughs> good. We, we made it. <laughs> In case the reader wants to skip them, these excerpts are edited and trimmed to fit the smut. I do not attempt to add to the story. Um driving sign with a question mark. I only attempt to reinterpret or add smut to the already existing story. Oh, bless his heart. Sex. 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 I had sex. I had sex. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what the fuck just happened? Uh, oh, what do you mean? Five flights. I idled out and my screen's blanked. It's the first time that's happened this season with a story. Warnings, the encounters below are heterosexual, homosexual, and bisexual, and contains incest. Woohoo. 
Small cocks do not exist in this universe. I'm so glad. Oh, thank God. I'm so fucking glad. Finally, a universe <laughs> where I can exist. And I am very happy to describe how massive every cock is. Girthy, sandwormish. David, you're two inches wet and isn't gonna hold a candle in this universe. No, no, no. Two inches wet is like 40 inches in that universe, <laughs> so we're good. It's the capsule dinosaur sponge in this universe is your penis. Yeah, it even roars too. It's great. <laughs> the last component of the history of the Muad'Dib is a very important one. Its secrets are kept separate for many reasons. The first reason is that it distracts, especially those unable to control themselves. The second reason is that it inspires. Hmm. And these sources of inspiration reach their full potential only when collected together. The most important purpose of this separate history is for the pleasure of its reader, that he may participate in the holy cock worship of Paul Atreides. I'm going to go with Logan since he's the one that requested this. So who is Paul Atreides? Paul Atreides is like the main Paul character. Paul Atreides nuts. God fucking damn it. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> oh, man. I love you, Logan. You're a good guy. I was thinking of that shit when we started. I thought we passed it up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh man. Uh, this book. <laughs> Give me a sight. <laughs> All right. Episode's over, everybody. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. You know Can you have to make that the episode title, right? He's <laughs> <Paul Atreides> nuts. <laughs> But is it a separate word? So is it Paul Atrey and then D's nuts? Or is Look, it I just don't care how you do it. Just do it. Care. Um, <laughs> He's so broken. <laughs> this book is properly read within narrow confines. Just a little. <laughs> this book is properly read within narrow confines. Before continuing, the reader should. Prepare himself or herself by placing himself in a warm room with enough moistness that he or she will not lose much water. Ah, I'm in the perfect container because I'm underneath my sheet as usual during recordings. Logan is currently in his homemade humidor. I'm in my moisture tent. Did you just say you're in your moist hotel? I'm in my moisture tent. Mmm, it gives him sexual powers. God damn, you need to get that shit out of your ears, man. No, no, I've been band practicing, so I'm now more deaf than I've ever been. <laughs> Once the room is of proper warmth and moistness, the reader and any present audience should then disrobe. No cloth or covering should remain on the body, except in exceptional circumstances when a room of proper warmth is unavailable. All right, cool. So hold on. I deep pantsed, but the pants were around my, like, ankles, so let me fully decloth. Yeah, you better. Sure hope the UPS guy isn't showing up late tonight. Why would he show up at fucking 9.30? 8 p.m., Dave. It's 8. Look, it's he's going to be late for this this bit anyway, so... 
<laughs> oh, you mean like you were for show? Hey, no, no, no. Everyone was late for show except for you and Sean. Yeah. So the other two people, Steve-O and David, were late. Nah, like, uh, Josh was also late. Why aren't you yelling at him? <laughs> They're not on show. Why aren't they on show? Well, guys, it's, it is official that on the bus, Logan and Sean sit near the front, and David and I snicker in the back and throw paper airplanes at other people. Man, whatever. I'm hanging outside <laughs> of the fucking emergency exit. Yeah, you guys are the ones throwing firecrackers <laughs> at other buses and having us get pulled over. We're also the ones that bounce up and down on the seats when we know a bump is coming. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that we bang our fucking heads on the ceiling. And uh, me and Sean are the ones who get to sit at the front of the bus and we'll have time to escape before the bus driver drives us off a cliff. <laughs> You're also closest to the cooler that's got the Capri Sun. Oh, yes, we can get the Capri Suns. <laughs> yep. Question, who rolls banana and who rolls apple? Go banana! Oh, I'm the one rolling banana. Go grapefruit! And then I wreck everybody and get on a deserted island. <laughs> All right. Except when unavailable, at least one male should be present. The reader or auditor, if male, must stroke his penis until it is erect. Well, you heard the guy. I'm sorry, this takes on a different connotation when honky-tonk bar piano starts playing in the background, which it just did. Can we have honky-tonk bar and honky-tonk man make a collab? Sure. Dope. You must then maintain at least a partial erection throughout the reading. The auditor, if female, should maintain proper posture with shoulders back <laughs> and back arched so that her breasts are visible, accessible, and perky. Nice. If you have an erection, keep it going for the whole time. If you don't, get good posture. But if you don't have an erection but you got boobies, put them shits in the air, yo. <laughs> All right. If the reader be female, a male or group of males must hold the reading for her to read from. As she reads, it is proper for her to constantly use her hands with her body for the pleasure of the males present. She may, for instance, squeeze her breasts, tease, or pinch her nipples, or stimulate her genitalia. If the reader be male, his cock stands in the place of the cock of Atreides. Yes, the Atreides nuts. <laughs> the reader he is wasn't gonna say it! <laughs> I might have. <laughs> the reader is to be subject to stimulating the cock throughout the, the reading. Any auditors present, whether female or male, must take turns in the cock warship. Once the cock uh, releases its seed, it should be consumed in its entirety. The reader must then exit, and another reader may take over, or the reading may stop altogether. When they said stimulate her genitalia, I just thought she was going to put on something like a Nova documentary. Ah, how stimulating! Are you saying that Nova isn't fucking stimulating and gets you rock fucking hard? Oh, it absolutely is, dude. If I had a vagina, if I wanted to stimulate it, I would park myself spread eagle directly in front of the Samsung and pull up a, like a Nova marathon. Oh, uh, yeah. Talk to me, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Show me how to forge that fucking Viking sword. God damn. Wait. I like that the next like three lines are all directly fucking ripped from the text of Dune. Yeah, that's what the asterisks are for. You tell me once it sounds like it might be changing, and I'll, I'll let you know if you're right. Okay. It was a warm night at Castle Caladan, and the ancient pile of stone that had served the Atreides family as home for 26 generations bore that cooled sweat feeling it acquired before a change in the weather. The woman was led in by the side door down the vaulted passage by Paul's room. 
and she was allowed a moment to peer in at him where he lay in his bed. She saw he lay naked, face down, his muscular buttocks exposed. I'm going to call shenanigans that that's where the author comes in. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) 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 Then it goes back to it. I've never known Frank Herbert to use the word buttocks. He would also never describe Paul Atreides as muscular in any way, because he's not. Nice, scrawny as fuck. (laughs) By the half-light of a suspenser lamp, dimmed and hanging near the floor, the awakened boy could see the shapely female at his door, standing one step ahead of his mother. The woman was an erotic shadow. (laughs) Question mark? Weird question mark. When they said shapely, I thought it was going to be like a rhombus or something. Bread tangle. (laughs) Thin, long legs protruding from a pencil skirt, round and bouncy tits, eyes like glittering jewels. I like this version of the Reverend Mother much better. Yeah, I never knew the Reverend Mother to be anything other than like a screeching nun. No, those weren't her eyes. They were her nipples. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, she's got nipples for eyes. I've seen an anime that starts that way. (laughs) What anime? I don't remember. It probably was a fever dream. I had swine flu in 2008. (laughs) Did you? Yeah, for real. That's the end of the story. Like, they gave me Tylenol 3 and said three days quarters. Yeah, that sounds about right, actually. All right, who's next? Uh, Dave, you're next. Oh, sweet. Loading page. Yeah, I'm loading the page. We're on page four? No. We're on page three. Oh, shit. All right, uh, uh. Is he not small for his age, Jessica? The, oh, wait, that's, oh, that's I a beg wo- your pardon, sir. Is he not small for his age, Jessica? The woman asked. Uh, no, actually, I think that was a more accurate voice for Reverend Mother, the first one. All right. Oh, Gaius Helena. <laughs> the woman asked. Her voice wheezed and twanged like an untuned balisette. Paul's mother answered her soft contralto. The Atreides nuts are known to start late getting their growth, your reverence. So I've heard. So I've heard, muttered the woman. Yet his penis is already a cannon. Wrong cannon. No, correct cannon. Never mind. Uh, You say. Yes, your reverence. He's awake and listening to us, said the woman. Sly little rascal. Are you just turning Reverend Mother into Palpatine? Yes. I mean, it works. It works. (laughs) She chuckled. But royalty has need of slyness. And if he's really the Kwasat Hadrak, well... Hey, that's about right. Well, this is the weird off script to the end of episode nine, isn't it? This is George Lucas's first draft (laughs) in which Luke Skywalker morphs into a bunny man or something like that. (laughs) And Greedo has a big dance number. (laughs) (laughs) He's already dead. Did they just resuscitate his corpse and do a weekend at Bernie's? No, it's it's basically a shot-for-shot remake of Thriller because George Lucas is like, oh, you know what I never did? I never got to take credit for Thriller. (laughs) Within his bed, Paul rolled over onto his back to show off his flaccid penis. It overhanged his plump scrotum floppily, the tip resting just below it and pointing suggestively towards his juicy, bulging buttocks. Do you think that she was shopping when she wrote this? Because it sounds like somebody describing fruit and vegetables. I mean, that's what it is, though, right? Like, that's a colloquialism for your genitalia and the man. So say, like, hey, it's fruit and vegetables, you know what I mean? Yeah, fruit and veg. And meat and two veg. 
Sleep well, you sly little rascal, said the woman. Tomorrow you'll need all your faculties to meet my gom jabber after we measure your prowess. Gom jabber? Yeah. Gom jabber. Gom jabber. Gom jabber. They're from, like, Dune, Georgia, so gom jabber. Is this Taj Palace? Yeah, let me get an order of that gom jabber. I gotta get through John gom jabber, eh? Yeah, and, uh, can I get a small quizette's head rack? Head rack? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you say it. Hold the coleslaw on that quizette's, please. Yeah, yeah, but uh, definitely put a little extra sly rascal on top of it, you know what I mean? And uh, the name for the order is Atreides Nuts. <laughs> Funny name, huh? Actually, my God-given name. No lie. <laughs> As Jessica exited the room, the woman demanded Paul approach. Now you come here! The command whipped out of him. Whipped out at him. Paul found himself obeying before he could think about it. Using the voice on me, he thought. He stopped at her gesture, standing beside her knees. Chest out. Inviting the Reverend Mother to admire him, she swiftly grabbed hold of his dick. She wastes no time, Paul thought, but she proceeded to measure it from several angles. Very impressive. A good seven inches in length and a three and a half inch girth when flaccid. And this despite your short stature, even for your age. I've ever told you the legend of Darth Pelagius, the seven-inch dick Sith Lord. <laughs> no, I thought not. Not to tell the Jedi would tell you. It's too steamy. <laughs> it's so steamy, Anakin. <laughs> Just like these hams. Mmm, so steamed. It's so steamy that you could only hear about it on Cinemax. Cinemax, that's forbidden, though. <laughs> not from a Sith Lord. No, we make plenty of money and have no problems with people seeing what we watch dirtily on our cable bill. Can you teach me this power? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Call your cable provider now. <laughs> so you've decided to steal cable. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. Serve it. Serve it! Playing! Playing with the boys. Playing. Playing <laughs> with their toys. That is an idea. Palpatine sings the Top Gun soundtrack. One of life's simple joys <laughs> is the boys. <laughs> don't say that. Please don't clip that and send it to like anybody who would hire me. Thank you. Palpatine, sing Danger Zone. Is that a I got you jumping on the deck, flopping like a fish, you know. Highway to the danger zone. You never know what you can do until you get it up as high as you can go. You never know what you can do until you get it up as high as you can go. Sorry, I can't do falsetto. That's right. I, I took music theory at Juilliard. Space Juilliard. Did I say Juliet? I meant Julius as an orange Julius. He leaned forward slightly. The woman descended from her chair and knelt in front of Paul. Because of his short height, his cock rested on top of her bosom. She unzipped her tight dress and let her breasts... Question mark? 
flop. Her large, luscious tits bounce out. Hell yes. <laughs> Steve, have you ever seen Golden Boy? Hell yeah. Okay, good. Are you kidding I won't me? add it to the list. <laughs> you don't need to add- I've seen the way those tits shake the moment she gets out of that sports car. It takes like yep. seven seconds for them to stop. It really establishes a good tone for the rest of the show, too. That's why I love it so much. <laughs> Dave. What's up? How banging you think this chick's gams are? Gams, you say. Wait, isn't that just a picture of Moby? No, that's <laughs> Reverend Mother Gaius <laughs> Elena Moheim. <laughs> uh, unsure. Okay, she's got a structured jawline, so you know she's got sucking prowess. Oh, yeah. No, she's sucking. I feel like she would break me in half, and I'm not into that. I also would not be able to restrain myself from rubbing her head and saying, Hello, Mr. Clean. Oh, I'm sure she'd be thrilled about that. <laughs> She's like, oh, yes, a joke I've never heard before. Please continue, King of Comedy. He reached out to squeeze her left tit with his hand, but she slapped it. Get your hands away, boy. She dares slap the hand of a duke's son, and one with the biggest cock she'll ever be able to appreciate. But he kept composed, as a duke's son should. Your cock is worthy of anything in its path. Even this Taco Bell value meal. There is no doubt about that. But we still have to see if you, boy are worthy of this cock. Oh, please don't cut it off. Please don't cut it off. No, cut it off. It'll be funny. (laughs) (laughs) How dare? (laughs) Question mark. Question mark. Shush, boy. And just relax and enjoy. Thank you for coming to Lowe's. Sit back and relax. Enjoy the show, 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 show. She put her hands on the front of her breasts, opening her fingers to let her perky nipples through and pushed them together against Paul's cock. As it began to harden, she spread her tits and let it fall in between, then squeezed them tightly. All right, Logan, up into you his... seem to be somebody who's very familiar with the Dune universe and lore, right? You could say that. Well, would you say Reverend Mother's the kind of spiteful bitch that would put sandpaper between her tits? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you ready for a really good tit wank? Oh, is it coarse and rough and gets everywhere? (laughs) You're literally shredding my dick, lady. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Looking up into his eyes, she leaned forward and pressed against the base of his cock and extended her tongue to tease the head. When he began to fuck her tits himself, she pulled back. She measured him again. Why does she always have to have her fucking protractor? The angle of the dangle is quite good. (laughs) You're a shower. No, that's pronounced shower. You're a shower. (laughs) You're a wizard, Harry. (laughs) Eight inches in length, but much thicker with a six-inch girth. Yeah. Paul was ready to get back to titty fucking. Wait, that's like fucking bullet bill dimensions. Yeah, that does not uh, does not make <laughs> for a good. That's no. a box that you ship on Amazon. But the Reverend Mother sat back up in her chair and zipped up her dress. Fuck you, Paul. Could he be the one? His measurements fit the legends perfectly. 
but it's still possible he is not even human. I love the idea of legends that reference cock width, length, and girth. Well, you got to know the volume of the dick, so... Yeah. These are, these are important things. This one is the exact size and shape of a young turkey. Ugh. I kind of grossed myself out there. Next up is me. See this? She asked from the folds of the tapestries, or tapestries. She lifted a green metal cube about 15 centimeters on a side. Dot, dot, dot. Lots of unnecessary line breaks. The cock worship of Muad'Dib, chapter 2, by Celebrity. The last component of the history of the Muad'Dib is a very important one. Its secrets are kept separate from any reason. Wait a minute, this is... This is literally just the recitation of what you're supposed to be doing if you're... Okay, I'm deleting this. His measurements match the USPS shipping requirements. <laughs> Excellent. I thought you were going to mention a fucking ship like the USS Utah or something. The USS Utah will gladly receive his girth. I don't want any fanfic. You of- want it! I don't want what the fucking a United States Navy vessel. What about his habitat? Or whatever that word was. Gum Jabbar. His, ga- his gam gams. His gum Jabbar. It- whatever, his devil's fruit. He's about to get the gum gum power. Yo ho ho took a bite of gum gum. Now, Jessica, if he is indeed be if he indeed be if the quizette. If he be the bee. If he indeed be the bee movie, the quizette Hadrak, then your service has been incomplete. The woman said, but I've been training him from every angle throughout his whole life. Every angle of the dangle. Reverend Mother took out the protractor again. Not this one! Yes, well, uh, geometry speaking, he is quite well. Girl, the Kwisatz Haderach would not just need training. He also needs to be served. Like that movie, Have You Been Served? Starring Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) Paul continued to stand, still naked, awaiting instructions from Michael Myers on how they should proceed. But he doesn't talk, so how can we get instructions? It makes no sense. You mean... Jessica started. Yes, girl, his cock must be worshipped. And he must learn how to use it. Fuck yeah! Paul interjected, starting to rub his dick. Let's start now! Ladies and gentlemen, Bill S. Preston and Theodore Logan. Oh, fuck yeah! Yo, (laughs) I work at PacSun. Can we get this over with? We're getting a new shipment of khaki short shorts in. Motherfucker, I made myself really sad reading that. Why? Khaki shorts are great. They're comfy (laughs) and they're easy easy to wear. wear. Like, I got there eventually, all right? Let's start now. Undress first. Jessica listened and took off her gown. Her breasts were round and perky. Her belly flat and waist narrow. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. And her mound well kept, which is good because the relief pitcher is coming out onto the field. Oh, man, the Moose Jaw <laughs> hockey bags really need this. And I really enjoy when the mound is well kept. It makes pitching so much easier. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, as you can see, the pitcher is, you know, chewing a bunch of chewing gum and just spitting all over that mound. Ba-da-da-da-da. Got to lubricate. Paul Everybody walked- likes their own v- brand, right? Uh, no, no. Paul walked over to her with his hard cock. She grabbed onto it and stroked it. And as she dropped 
I, wait, wait. Can we get like a dubstep montage? It's like. Now we go into overdrive. I'm sure somebody's already done a dubstep remix of the fucking Dune theme from the latest movie. I just gotta find it. Yeah, fucking go on YouTube right Any now. Any less Logs. effort for me? <laughs> dubstep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Did you stub your toe? <laughs> Someone grabbed his nut. Somebody wanted his nut real hard. Logan was like, ah, I'm okay with this. That's what the Dune theme is. <laughs> Found it. And it's pretty much what David said. Nice. Okay. All right, back to where I was. I can't stop reading about the fucking mound. As she grabbed onto it and stroked it as she dropped to her knees, he took his cock in his hand and slapped it against her tits. <laughs> he looked over to the Reverend Mother. You also get naked and play with yourself. She obeyed and began to strip down. Paul aimed for Jessica's mouth and missed terribly. Well, he wasn't a very good pitcher. I mean, it happens. <laughs> Oh, God, there's somebody in the stands with a concussion. Take your base. Looks like Billy from the Make-A-Wish <laughs> Foundation is going to have a little bit less time to live. <laughs> I love the recurring theme that whoever is there from the Make-A-Wish Foundation just gets fucking beamed. Paul aimed for Jessica's mouth and slipped his cock through her lips. She hesitated a little, but opened wide and let her son enter her. It turns out his dick had a silencer on it and it went pew. I just thought he no-clipped through her lips. Oh, shit. Hey, Mom, I hope I did this right. I used half a bottle of WD-45 on this. WD-45? What? That's <laughs> the extra yeah. special shit. Oh, like, that's that's the real <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> I would assume the numbers are different in the Dune universe. I'm sorry. Dune! 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 That's what we're talking about right there, baby. <laughs> He effortlessly slid the entirety of his dick into her mouth and down her throat without resistance. His shaft was surrounded by warm moisture, and he could feel Jessica's breath on his scrotum, calling that out that you can't actually breathe when somebody's cock is down your throat. I mean, you can if it's got enough space. I mean, you can still feel their, like, exhale. I didn't say that they couldn't do that. I'm just saying that they're not... They're not exclusive. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm refuting what Steve said. Oh, okay, good. We're on the same page. No, I want you two to fight. Damn it. You guys can't gang up on me again. Hey, Lugs, I'll go hey. get three lamps. Can you go get two lamps? Wink. Yeah. Yeah, wink. The Reverend Mother was now naked. She spread her legs for Paul and teased her hole. She slipped her other arm under her tits for more perk. She was practically begging for Paul to grab her tits. Suck, mother. Grab my tits, young that apprentice. That better not be the cold opener because that made me feel really wrong. Sup, mother. <laughs> hey, mom. How you doing? My mom is coming over tomorrow to watch Xavier. I'm not going to be able to hold a straight face in her after fucking reading this. Good. Suck, mother. <laughs> Suck, mother. <laughs> Paul said to Jessica... She had only been passive up to this point, letting Paul penetrate her throat. How could I suck my own son? Do not cut that out! Please cut that out. Send it to his employer. Send it to child <laughs> services. Oh, no. We don't want to break up his family. Come on. We just want to ruin his life. That's all. Come on. It'll be funny. 
Okay. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> Why do I hang out with you people? Why am I friends with you? Why do I even keep your Discord roles? Fucking Logan, <laughs> read the goddamn story. <sighs> Let me scroll down. Do as he says. Do it. Page seven. Do it. Page seven. Chisels. <laughs> All right. Do it. <laughs> Suck it. It's okay to spit if you don't like the taste. It's okay to spit if it's on your own mound. Jessica, do as he says, commanded the Reverend Mother. Why is he Cobra Commander now? <laughs> Cobra, suck his cock. Jessica, do as he says. Ow! My ears! My penetrated ears! They've been penetrated. Jessica closed her eyes and began to suck. <laughs> Paul moaned as her mouth tightened against his cock. My God. Her tongue massaged his urethra as if begging the cum to fill her stomach. He began to pump his dick in and out. Jessica started moaning too. He felt just like his father. He tasted just like his father. It was as if the Duke was right there, fucking her mouth. It turned out that he, in fact, <laughs> was his own father. Wow, I am dad. <laughs> I am my own grandpa. I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> da, 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 da. Her pussy <laughs> moistened and her nipples hardened. Sensing his mother's horniness, Paul pushed her backwards onto the floor, then reached back to feel her pussy. He pulled his dick out of her mouth and slapped its head against her lips. That's she... fucking rude. Is it, though? It is. She seems like she kind of wants it, so. It can be pretty hot. But it can also be pretty rude. It depends on the heat of the moment. Yeah, heat of the moment. Come on. And heat of the night. All right, I got to go upstairs to use the bathroom. This is going to be de- interesting to explain to Val why I'm naked. Oh, okay. wish I could walk around my house naked. Okay. Uh, the Reverend Mother licked her own. <laughs> Just say same, same. Same. No. <laughs> That's not what I said. Because it would have been really cool if you did. It wouldn't make me feel so bad. <laughs> the Reverend Mother licked her own lips, wishing she could taste the flavor too. He moved lower down his mother's body. He slapped her nipples with his cock, sticky from her saliva. Her tits shook from the impact. Jessica arched her back, lifting her chest higher for more of his dick. Give more of that dick! He placed his hands over her hard nipples, warming them and giving them a tease of the rubbing they longed for. Then he slipped his cock in between her tits and squeezed her tits tightly together. He rammed his cock between them as Jessica reached down with her lips to try to get more of its flavor. He was ready to come. He knew his mother wanted to taste his cum. She was hoping he would explode on her lips as he fucked her tits, but her service was not yet been fulfilled. He pulled his cock out from between her tits, but didn't let go of them. He fondled them as he entered Jessica's wet pussy. She gasped. His massive cock was satisfying that itch that she thought only the Duke could satisfy. Paul let himself go and unloaded deep inside her. Uh... Guys? Yes? What? What? Remember how I said I was walking upstairs naked? Uh Uh-huh. I forgot Val was in the middle of a Zoom class. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It was not a smart idea to begin with. 
You didn't tell me. You basically said, well, wait, why are you just only getting naked now? Don't you get naked every episode? I trusted you. I didn't you. tell you to fucking show your cock to all of her classmates. <laughs> You've sexually assaulted somebody now, Steve. How do you feel? Yeah. Well, what's done is done. Where are we in the story? Her service had been fulfilled. He pulled out and <laughs> let her taste the cum that remained on his cock. The Reverend Mother quit her own fondling and got dressed. Wah, 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 wah. Paul, you're a quick learner. You even knew to give your cock to your mother's whole body. But it's good for you to spend more time penetrating the worshiper and to give more affection to the observer. Oh, sorry. Attention. Attention to the observer. Paul, unhappy with her critique, grabbed his softened genitals suggestively, then walked softened over to the Red Room mother. Good band name. He grabbed her by the neck and shoved her face <laughs> against band? him. Yeah, indie band. They they uh, make like they make like ska Lincoln Park covers. Ah, his cock is satisfied. She sensed. I was wrong. Yes, the boy is a quick learner, quicker than I am, perhaps. And that's the end of the story. Hooray, we did it. Good story, everybody. Paul Adidas nuts. <laughs> Paul Adidas nuts. nuts. Paul Adidas nuts. Okay, so you got some options here. Do you want to read about a? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. B, The Elder Scrolls, or C, John Stewart and The Daily Show. What's The Daily Show one called? At the Heart of It All. Uh, I don't know. You could also read about Venom. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll, I'll defer to the other, other crew for this one. Let's do John Stewart, yeah. Okay. All right, so Steve, for this, I want you to record a guitar riff of The Daily Show theme, but it has to be kind of crappy, and then just loop it forever for this part all right i just gave xavier my first guitar ever i got it when i was 12 and it wasn't good then so you can only imagine what it's like now oh it's great <laughs> it's fantastic i will record on that i will not tune the guitar at all and i will use the lowest quality amp simulator that i can find so it will sound like somebody playing their, uh, what is it? Their Fisher Stratocaster. Price. Like their their starter Stratocaster in the halls of your middle school. How's that? Perfect. All right. At the heart of it all. Uh, Logan just finished, so first up will be Sean. This is by Stad. <laughs> Summary. It's John's last day, and the best fucking news team, past and present, Wants to show John their appreciation. John had had to say goodbye to a lot of correspondence tonight during his final broadcast ever, and it kind of breaks his heart. He started crying into Stephen's lapels in earnest when all of them had rushed the stage, hugging, heading, and kissing him. Mm, petting. Heavy yeah. petting. Also remember to spay and neuter your pets. Spay and neuter your heavy pets. <laughs> Just take the shot directly to the neck. It felt so fine. And it was. It really was. The goodbyes didn't end there. Far from it. When they all back away enough to let him breathe. Did you forget I'm asthmatic? I'm an asthmatic. I'm an asthmatic. Stephen pulls him aside. We all got something planned after this, he says. Will you come? Uh, 
I mean, given enough stimulation, sure. The way Steven says it gives him pause. Especially, why is that wrong? It's especially. Especially, yeah. With the way Nancy and Olivia are suspiciously listening in. Surreptitiously. Oh, surreptitious. Fuck, I can't read tonight. Mm, Syrup. Come where, Stephen? We pitched in for two sweets and... All of you? John asks. Stephen squeezes his hand. We want to show our thanks properly, and we knew you didn't need another tie. So we chipped in for some nice rooms to celebrate. John cocks his head to the side. There was something Stephen wasn't telling him. I'm leaving you to be king of late night. Then he did. Yeah. He did do that. Though I I will admit that uh, a lot of Stephen Colbert's and most of late night, their comedy is a bit toothless. A little bit. Yeah, that's most late night comedy, TBH. Yeah. Yeah. But overwhelmed by the entire day, John finds himself nodding. He can get the gist of what they want to do to him later. He gets a taste when Stephen gently rests his hand on the side of neck. Did somebody just neuter you here? What? Yeah, on side of neck. <laughs> yeah. Smacking neck from He-Man is back. Oh, finally. <laughs> good. Stephen breathes. Good. We're going to take such good care of you. You've earned it, John. Stephen explains the plan. Prepare the Gregorian choir for singing the Daily Show theme. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and now your moment of zen. <laughs> Why didn't they kill the Daily Show with that? That would have been a good ending. I mean, the Daily Show is still pretty good. Like Trevor Noah does a fine job. Trevor Noah's fantastic. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't have cable, but when I was in New Hampshire, I had cable and was like, oh, Trevor Noah's doing a pretty bang up job. Good for him. So congratulations again on touching Maine. I hear that they're seeking you out. I mean, it's fine, but I couldn't make it to a dispensary because all of the recreational dispensaries were 20 miles in. Apparently, Maine has a law where uh, you can't have a border town with a dispensary, which is kind of weird, but whatever. I get it. Can't take it over state lines. Meanwhile, Colorado's like, nah, fuck it. Get some weed. Here you go. Yo, come here. Grab some weed. By the way, did you see that In-N-Out burger over there? No. It's got weed there. There's no weed in In-N-Out burger. I, <laughs> Although, can you imagine? <laughs> like, They're like, we put butter on our buns, and the butter has something extra. That weed butter. Suddenly, In-N-Out burger is king of burgers. You know, actually, In-N-Out's not bad, but it's not my favorite burger place. Like... You had Whataburger when we were in Texas. Is Red Robin your favorite burger place? I, you know, I don't consider Red Robin a burger place in the traditional sense because okay. uh, like burger places are supposed to be fast food. Red Robin's a sit-down restaurant. Like Five Guys is the upper limit of what burger places are for me. However, Red Robin is fantastic. Their Burn and Love Burger is the tops. I think that was like the second date you and I ever went on, Dave. Yeah, it was really great. It's good times. We met up, hung out, had Bird and Love burgers, went back to the room with John Stewart and Stephen Colbert. And they're like, John, who are these two fools here that just decided to crash the party? And he's like, I don't know, Stephen. I don't know. I talk like this now. <laughs> I'm going to go with Checkers. Checkers is good. Checkers is not as good. It's not my favorite burger place because the Checkers here sucks. My Checkers is really fucking good. It was built 
nine months ago. Oh, they haven't gotten the grease traps filled yet. No, not at all. And like, I've never had an instance where I've waited any longer than it takes for me to make the order at the drive-thru and get to the window. It's ready. It's always that fast. That's how our Burger King is locally. Our Burger King got shut down for health violations. Well, all right. So that's how it works. Like there is Burger King has no in between. It's like either it's disgusting or incredible. Yeah. I do have fond memories of those fucking French toast sticks, though. Those aren't nearly as good as you remember them. Then leave me be with my memories. I will let you have that. But I just want you to know that deep down in the back of your mind, you're going to know. I'm going to know now. Yeah. Thank you for ruining part of my life. You're welcome. I will try to endeavor to ruin more of it. (laughs) Sean, please keep reading. Steven explains the plan to him in the limo to the hotel. All of you? He asks again. For me, I'm... For me? You all know what I look like, right? Vaguely. Steven leans in to kiss him, and that shuts up John right away. Ooh. You absolutely don't have to, Steven says. But we all certainly want to. Steven goes, (laughs) (laughs) Here, John, I'll make you fall asleep so peacefully. (laughs) Let me sing you the song of my people. And that, John supposes, is how he finds himself here. Like this, in a gorgeous boarding on gaudy hotel room. Stephen wasn't kidding about them choosing two lavish, connected suites. Ah, shit, they're having their own fucking MAGFest. Oh, dude, rad, let's go. (laughs) That is like the one aspect of MAGFest I miss is the adjoining suites having fun times together. Those were good times. The thing is, we can go to any hotel to do that. We don't need an excuse. Right, or I could just go to your house and, like, cordon off one part of your house. (laughs) You have taken the sunroom and claimed it for your own. Yes, this is Davidia. Do not come to my realm. So it's just the fucking Sonic Boom episode where they're there in Amy's house during the storm? Yes. Great. Dave, I will allow you access to the fridge if you will allow me access to the backyard for my dogs. Please, they haven't peed in 22 hours. I will consider this. (laughs) Prepare for my statement on the morrow. (laughs) It feels like almost no time passes between that moment of awe and stepping inside with this whole goddamn cast to be pressed into the middle of a king-sized bed for what could be the second or 50th time that night for all John can tell. (laughs) Those beds are squeaky. He's pretty sure, however, that that's Riggle's cock fucking his ass while Sam and Jason took turns kissing him and stroking him off. And then John Oliver stopped from his show just to show off for a brief cameo. Hey, John. And then the Bene Gesserit Reverend Mother showed up with her perky tits. Mm, Nice. He's also sure that after Jason, his throat is never going to be quite the same. (laughs) (laughs) please guys not my mound (laughs) i don't want to think about john stewart's mound (laughs) or do i or do i you've been holding out on me john all these years we could have been doing this john wheezes a laugh 
grips the bed sheets. In all seriousness, don't fuck in the company. Like, do not workplace sex. I mean, that's how I met my first wife. And how well did that go? <laughs> I mean, yeah, look how that turned out. <laughs> it, okay, hold up. It went well for like five years, okay? I don't know, Dave. Uh, I didn't know you that well for those five years, so I can't say if it really you did knew me go for like well. the last two. Yeah, and I know it wasn't going well for those two. Yeah, well, okay, like, okay. First <laughs> off, like last, like one point three. Come You're on. You're the one that said two. No, no, I'm saying that he knew me for the last two years, and it was going fine for a little bit of that, and then it wasn't. Nah, nah, so, what, nah, what, what? I don't think that it was. It was. If Logan's first real hangout with us was when we went to get fucking Singapore noodles with Audie, then the answer is no. It was not going well during any of that time. Was it? Was that his first hangout with us? No, 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 it was not. Because <laughs> that was, the, yes, that was a shitty time. But that was because Audie, for some reason, thought Taco Bell was American top cuisine or it something. It was American Ambrosia. <laughs> yeah. He also thought I was black. I mean, you were. <laughs> <laughs> you were for a time, Logs. <laughs> Only in Audie's mind. In everybody's mind. In America. I met him when he was 13 at Otakon. He was never black. Oh, I was 15. <laughs> okay, whatever. You were dressed as Link. Yes. And were wait, you, wait, you were a little Link and you liked like likes? <laughs> Have been known to enjoy like likes. <laughs> oh. oh, it's like the show is meant to be. Let's keep doing it for like eight more seasons. <laughs> Please. <laughs> We have to get to season 21 at least so the podcast can drink. Oh, finally. <laughs> we can drink for UG. It can get to 18. It can drink in Canada. And vote. If we get to 21, we still have to get to 25 because after starting to drink, the only thing to look forward to is them lower insurance rates. Or uh, retirement. And being able to rent a car. I, I, I got to tell you, man, they have not gone down. <laughs> What's a good return on investment for a podcast IRA? I also want to know, on average, how long do podcasts last? Because I feel like this is still in the upper echelon. I would consider podcasts to be a newer form of media. So really, there's not like a thing. How many podcasts from 2014 are still going? Almost none. How many podcasts from 2009 are still going? Definitely almost none. Right, exactly. So... For us, at least, the originator podcast, like, we've been doing podcast material for, what, 12 and a half years? Uh, I would say that uh, FNF proper started with the OCAD episode where we recorded at OA's house, My Immortal. That was Anime Detour 2010. Yeah, so I would say that that is when we started podcasting proper for this show. Okay, so we are literally the Lycos of podcasts. Nice. I don't know what that means. Good, because you're too young to know. You're not too young to know. You're just, you were too young to realize what we were talking about until we informed you of it. Steve, don't be an ageist. We you know, are the web crawler of podcasts. I, I am four years old. I don't know what Lycos is. <laughs> we are the Alta Vista of podcasts. I've heard of that one. We're the Ask Jeeves of podcast. Somehow this podcast is older than Logan. I remember Netscape Navigator and Ask Jeeves. In fact, that was the first web browser I ever used back when I was a wee baboo. 
I remember freejavagames.com. I remember Jeeves never being a good search engine. It actually was not. You're right, Logs. It was always inferior. Can anyone hear me? My Netscape Navigator story comes from a field trip that I went to, uh, I think it was fourth or fifth grade, one of the two. And in it, my class went to a computer lab that was on base to use the internet for all day. That was what it was. Our homework before the trip was to go and like find websites to look up. So I went and got a bunch of fucking websites because chiefly among them back then I was interested in Space Jam. Calvin and Hobbes, and uh, regrettably Dilbert before he uh, went off on the deep end. This makes me feel really fucking old. I still remember the first like web search I ever did was on Webcrawler. Webcrawler was created on April 20th, 1994. It's not so bad. It is the oldest surviving search engine. It is 27 years old. Do you remember the first thing you searched for? Or it was misspelled, so it was boobus. <laughs> I literally do not remember what I was searching for. Yeah, it was boobus. It was not boobus. I was nine, Dave. Yeah, you were looking for boobus. I was not looking for boobus. You were a bad I- kid who looked for boobus <laughs> on the internet. I looked for Boobus when I was like 12, so that's 97. That's three years after. Likely story. And he used Webcrawler for it. No, the first thing I searched was was fucking AOL news groups. Oh, I'm so (laughs) sorry. What kind of results would you get for Boobus on AOL search groups? I'm going to look up what results I get for Boobus on Google right now. (laughs) Boobus. Boobus. Sean, please finish your fucking page. (laughs) Where am I? Dr. Alan Boobus. Boobus! Dr. Alan Boobus is current (laughs) professor of toxicology part-time at Imperial College London. Wait, no no shit? (laughs) Yes. Alan Boobus. (laughs) That poor bastard. What an unfortunate professor. I'm so sorry. Can we send him, like, a grant? Like, here, man, we understand. Please take this free money. Here's the $10,000 grant for unfortunately named professors. (laughs) Dr. Alan Poopus. No, now there's a face to the name! (laughs) He looks like a slender Christopher Lee. Yeah. (laughs) All right, in the top row of (laughs) Google Image searches for Poopus... Is this image? (laughs) Buzz Lightyear? Guys, why did you post a picture of Baron Harkonnen in the fanfiction chat? Buzz Buzz Lightyear with the lower body of the glibberglob, shloobishlob, glibberglob, glob. Why? What is wrong with people? That is Baron Harkonnen from Jaradowski's unreleased Dune feature. It's been a good episode. God damn it. Oh, oh God. This fucking hurts. Yeah. John wheezes a laugh, grips the bed sheets. Hurry up and come already. Sean, how dare you? Shit, Rob moans. And he sustains the syllable the entire hymn. He fills up John's ass. John moans when he slides out. Rob smacks him on the ass before flopping onto the bed next to Sam. Oliver! Rob shouts, Your turn, my man! The door opens again. 
Ladies and gentlemen, John Oliver. Okay, so it's David's turn. Uh, we're on page four, three, three. No, let's see. Here's your SAT question. We start on page two. Sean read the first page. What page are we on? How about this then? Mike is to Michael as bike is to Michael. Yeah, you got it. All right, everybody. <laughs> Bill is to Billiam. As Bob is to Bobbert. <laughs> Finally! A British voice declares, My time to shine is this at this utterly ridiculous fuckfest! I've missed you, baby, John jokes. HBO feels so far away. None of us are ever far, far away, John says, urging John onto... Wait, is there a two that's There's a John with an H and John with no H. Oh, wait, is this John Stewart, the Green Lantern? Hold on, I'll, I'll try my best Phil Lamar voice. None of us are ever really far away, very far away, John says, urging John onto his back and lining up. Ready, John? I've never fucked my boss before, so you'll have to tell me if I cock it all up. God, they've all been treating him with kid gloves, so it's nice to have John bring some normalcy. Normal, normalcy. Normalcy. I said it right. Shut up. And that thought is enough to remind him that all of this was going to go away for good once the night was over, and he thinks his heart's going to burst. He tries to cover up with some light, dirty talk. Fuck yeah! I'm like a slip and slide down there. <laughs> John chuckles and pushes in bracing his hands on either side of John's head. Fuck, how many of us have you had tonight, you floozy? John asks, immediately pissing his hips. Steve and Jason and Rob and Mo and Nancy and Olivia, fuck, Asif and you. He trails off, trying to think and trying not to come at the same time. There had been so many. There were still so many. And God, he'd just been surrounded by all of them for so fucking long that he doesn't even care how many of his people walk in. Three weeks later. Three weeks later. Sam rode your dick, Jason says. Or oh, is my pussy that forgettable boss man? So wait, Sam asks. I can't, I can't speak Canadian, so I'm not even going to try. Uh, John snorts and giggles into John's ear at Sam's comment, and he feels John shiver against him. And John's glad he got to experience that sensation before he left for good. It's pretty flattering. John shifts a bit then to look at the two married co- correspondents and roll his eyes in a way that he hoped conveyed, conveyed, yeah, conveyed something like, Kindly let me fuck this man in peace. Now is not the time to be making him laugh. That is also my job right now. Sam grins evilly and gently rakes her nails from John's stomach to his nipples. John moans and John makes the classic... I've got my eye on you, Jester. I couldn't. I never forgot you. God, I want to come. I can do something about it. About that, you know. It's why we're all here. For you, John pants, refocusing. John reaches up and runs his fingers through John's unruly moppet of hair. It's not unruly. It's quite well-kempt, actually. Could be unruly at this point. John's eyes are glassy and bright. John bites his lip. He's been replaced with a mannequin. Uh, make me cub on that fat dick on your fat dick alone, Oliver? He asked. And shit, maybe he'd been overly confident about his game earlier because now he's coming hard, issuing spurt after spurt of come into John. 
as he grunts and hisses his completion. Okay, now we got real sexy. He watches it seep out around the edges of John's Lower. He watches it seep out around the edges of John's He was so full that removing his softening dick causes loud squelching sound. Jesus Christ! You're an utter mess, Stuart, he breathes almost reverently. That, that was... John doesn't have the words. So John leans over John again and kisses him. On shaky legs, he climbs off the bed and goes into the other room. Time to tag the next person in. How you holding up, John? Sam asks. Also, it's my turn, so you're tagging me in. It's your turn, Steven. You gotta read it. The only way I could possibly feel any better is if I actually got to come. Oh, yeah. I can beat you off. That's what you want. Or me. Jason chimes in. Gonna beat you off at the pass. Grinning like he was some some kind of stud. Tonight, everyone kind of was. They were all two by fours. Hmm. Well, when you say it all romantic like that. Jason snickers. Rob snores. John suddenly thinks of Steven. I feel really uncomfortable reading this. It's spelled how my name is spelled. Stephen. Yeah, for Steven. Somehow, it wouldn't seem right to come for anyone else, and Steven was going to be last. So, just keep touching me, okay? Just, I need something. I need something. (laughs) Sam starts stroking his dick. Soft, short strokes. Like a piston. (laughs) That will do nothing but drive him wild. But it did feel good to be wrapped in her hand regardless. John sends Wyatt and Ed into John's room next. This is confusing for listeners because the first John is the one with an H. The second one is the John without the H. And John without the H can only guess what they have in Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> Little. He is the final fuck. <laughs> no. Richard Gere, no. (laughs) (laughs) There had to be a reason they had decided to work together. They had to pull the mouse out. (laughs) When the blindfold... It was a hamster. When the blindfold and peacock feather comes out, John's suspicions are confirmed. Sorry, John without the H. They let him rest for a while after that. Everyone leaves John without the H's room. And Steven, still clothed, comes in. With water and a washcloth. John can hear murmurs coming from the other room before Stephen shuts the door. Sorry, Stephen with an H. <laughs> Somebody turn the David off. Click. Shit. God damn it, now the Sean is on. The Sean was on first. <laughs> Stephen with an H shuts the door and sits down next to him. It sounds like everyone was continuing the festivities without him. John without the H cracks a tired smile at the thought. They've really been working you over, huh? Steven asks in a soft tone. Yes. Everyone who comes back looks like the cat who got the cream. Cream. (laughs) And the cream always rises to the top. Oh, yeah. If anyone's gotten the... David. 
Kareem. John says without the H. Kareem. <laughs> it's me. Kareem. I, I think I'm leaking. <laughs> Steven resists asking to see just to see if he was okay. Just to check for tears. Is that tears or tears? Both. Both. <laughs> Just stick his fingers inside John without the H to see how stretched and wet he was. Also, to check his oil level. I check my dipstick. You need lubrication. Got to perform. Now get, now it, get it, on. it on. That song lives in my brain perpetually. Rent free. It's a good song. Not, not just rent free. I pay it. That's kind of weird. I wouldn't pay money. Oh, come on! Well, all right, look, Jack Black is already well off. Yeah, but Kyle Gass needs the money. Oh, fair, yeah. <laughs> Dear Kyle Gass, here is a check for the money I was mentally sending to Jack Black. Yeah, like, I know you don't got that never-ending story three money, but here, have this, Kyle Gass. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack Black was the villain in never-ending story three. I'm not fucking kidding you, dude. Oh my god, it is Jack Black. No! Oh, fucker, I told you. Don't talk to me about movies. I know more about them than you do. Oh, okay, I won't talk to you about movies anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want you guys to cease your friendship on my account. No, we're not ceasing friendship. We're just not talking about movies, yeah. dude. Just, okay. Come on, what it's about not motion? like we're divorcing yeah, each other. Yeah, I mean, it's not like people are allowed to not talk about politics. Come on. That's not true at all. Movies, motion pictures, cinema... Films, None of it. Film. religion, Films. the war. Yeah, especially the war. <laughs> uh, where the fuck was I? Uh, later, he tells himself, later, Stephen swallows hard and holds out the glass of water for John without the H. John without the H takes the tall glass from Stephen with the H and guzzles it down. It drips down his chin where it sluices down his stomach and into his pubic hair. Sluice. It's sluice. It's not sluice. Otherwise, it would be Sluice Belmont. Sluice. Sluice Belmont. Sluice Belmont. His cock was still rock hard and an angry red. John, without the H. I can take care of that if you want. Stephen, with the H, says, long fingers reaching out towards him. That looks painful. Don't! John without the H says, blocking him. Stephen with the H flinches as if he'd been struck. John, no H? Not, not yet, okay? <laughs> I've still got Larry, OG, and Lewis left. I, I want to save it for you, okay? For after. Can you last that much longer, <laughs> old man? Logan, did you write this part? Yes. <laughs> Steven with the H teases, trying not to let his anticipation show. Gonna try. Hard to do with you sitting right there. Imagine how I feel. Let's clean you up for the last two before we both explode. Weird game. Steven with the H hands him the washcloth then, which John, without the H, immediately begins using to wipe the cum off his stomach, chest, and ass. John without the H laughs. What's funny? Stephen with the H asks. Can you, uh, fuck? Can you get my shoulder blades? John without the H asks. Go ahead, Logan. Your shoulder blades? Let's just say Ed won this contest with Wyatt. Sure, John. Let me just 
It's awkward. John's a mess. A beautiful debauched mess and god. Stephen feels his cock jump in his slacks. Should I send Larry in now? Stephen asks when's done. Stephen asks when's done. All right. <laughs> when's done? Yeah. Thanks, Stephen. See you soon. John reaches out to squeeze his hand and smiles. Stephen reciprocates before he gets up to get Larry. <laughs> John Stewart, you are the very picture of ridden hard and put away wet. What is that idiom actually supposed to mean? Ridden hard and put away wet. I couldn't tell you. That predates me. It's a hard fucking. But why the put away wet thing? After you come inside them. Right. The idea is that their dripping come out of their vaginas. Yes. Okay. I, I always thought that was like just the way porn used it, but I wasn't sure if that was the original meaning. It probably is. I'm pretty sure it is. All right. He climbs onto the bed and John lies on his back and opens up his arms for his friend. Larry picks up John's feet and puts them on his shoulders. What do you have against feet? He prefers metric. I'm not going to go into my trauma on this show. Well, now I feel better that you mentioned the trauma. Sorry. Surprised you didn't make a once you go black reference, Larry. John jokes. Well, I figured I'd show rather than tell. You know what I'm saying. John giggles. I don't. Larry's easygoing attitude always put him at ease. Something big butts up against his ass. Up again. Up up again, his ass. You ready, John? Oh, fuck. And his eloquent reply is his eloquent reply. Larry spends the next ten minutes pounding away, and John finds himself holding on for dear life. Where did he get the energy for this? If John could only get his bearings... He would ask his former correspondent. Larry comes with a roar. Holy shit, Lar. <laughs> Larry pants and wipes his brow. I've wanted to do that for a long time, man. Long time. John smirks. And? And it was worth the wait, he says, kissing John's forehead. Well, that only leaves Lewis and Stephen. John sees Larry high-five Lewis as they walk out in, out and in, respectively. The door shuts once more. Next time, we should get a suite with a revolving door, John says. Lewis rolls his <laughs> eyes. Oh, God. I would disagree. Here we go, Lewis mutters. John giggles again. Watching Lewis unload was always a treat. John had just never thought he'd ever experienced that quite so literally. Everyone else had pushed and posed him like a doll from the get-go. But Lewis is merely looking at him with furrowed brows and a wide stance with hands on his hips. Well, how do you want me? John asks. John, I am... Uh, I would like you to go to Checkers and get me a big Buford with fries and then a chicken and fries box. I... You... Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Sean, David, you guys want anything? I don't know what they sell at Checkers. Uh, well, the big Buford is like the Big Mac. Sure, give me a big Buford. David, what do you want? Uh, I would like uh, three big Bufords, please. All right, so that's five big Bufords, two fries, and one chicken and fries uh, box. Thank you. Please pull around. John, I am 67 years old. I've been waiting here, what, an hour? Maybe two? Watching all these, these, these fucking kids go in and out of that door with the dopiest grins on their faces like they just got a shot of heroin and a plate of brownies. And I see you, sticky, wet, 
and messy like you feel like you feel into a vat of cum and lube, which I'm pretty sure is a look few people can pull off, my friend. All right, do you want to just start reading, Sean? Okay. And now I'm expected to follow all those other performances after watching everyone fucking fuck in the other room like it's the goddamn apocalypse. I'm not doubting that. I'm not doubting that it'd be great for me, John. I can't say I'd ever desperately wanted to stick my cock inside you. But I'm mouth to mouth, and yours looks damn good right now. But I'm gonna have to pass. John, who had been biting John, who had been biting his pillow as he watched Lewis's rant, rave, and pass the room, finally lets all of his laughter out. Thank you, Mitch McConnell. Lewis was completely absurd, and John loved him for it. Come over here, you dope, so I can kiss you. Lewis doesn't hide no. his grin from John. No. I'm not acknowledging the side Mitch the McConnell no. tonight. No. Yeah, exactly. No. Good job acknowledging it. John John kneels up and pulls Lewis down by his tie for a long, slow kiss. John can tell he's into it when Lewis digs his fingers into his waist and pulls him flush against his body. Lewis is hard, too. I can take care of that, John husks. It's why we're all here. Lewis shakes his head. Nah, nah, we're here for you. Though don't think I'm not going to go home tonight and jerk off thinking about it. John snorts. Can you send Steven in? He asks. Sure, kid, Lewis says. Chucking John on the chin, John sits down in the middle of the bed and waits for the door to open. He was immensely glad he had saved the best for last. He sits up straight when Steven finally walks in. Steven! What? John. Oh, He says, striding over to the bed. We don't have to do anything, you know. I don't want you to feel obligated or... Steven? Yeah? Fuck me till I can't remember the last 16 years. Soon. 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 Steven smiles wide. Another nine years and we're there. You mean it? Get out of those clothes and I'll prove it. Steven does. John doesn't last long, but that's okay. Because now it's just him and Steven, and he can hear the sex noises in the other room. But no sound is better than hearing Steven moan as they lie side by side kissing and touching. Stop saying such slanderous things about me. And coming without any of the hurriness from earlier. And they kiss and kiss and kiss. Because this was about John, but it was also... But it was... Fuck... (laughs) But it was about Steven, too. Stop talking about me! And the tears he had been able to put off on set during the office orgy suddenly flow freely. Suddenly, he's feeling everything at once. I love you, John. And I'm so, so proud of you, Steven says. Stop it! Steven! Love you, too. I'm gonna go get my pants on, so this time I do not scar Val's class. Love you too, Steven. Stop it! John hopes that wherever the next 16 years take him, that Steven would always be here. No, no, you want to make it work? Say Steven like that while David's doing the Mitch McConnell lettuce. That's the worst. Steven. Steven. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Good, you broke Sean. And we're done. Best orgy on the show. Thank you, cranky pants. David says, you don't get another section to read. You read the fucking patrons. For technical audio reasons, I require you to eat a mound of lettuce in between each name. I'd like to make a special thanks <laughs> to our smut secretary's um, tension Aww. deficit party horse, no. boss school, no. um, no. um, grass no. dragon, rose, pestilence, Santa Grimnar. Santa Criminal? It's Santa Grimnar. William Trapskinski. Shaprinsky. Shaprinsky. William Chirapsinsky. Trapsinsky. There we go. Got it. And then the floor would also like to recognize the general guardians who make all of this possible. Cucumber. Ew, stop it! The judge, the jury, and the executor. So moist. Now the goats who stare at their goats because they gave men a try in college and collectively regretted it. Two-time, two-time world heavyweight champion, Thunder God, Matthew. Discus. Larry the Cable Car's cousin. Great. Oh, God, he just Did he peak? That's the most enthusiastic I've ever heard Mitch McConnell about anything other than lettuce. And we have to make sure that all of our lobbyists, I mean bowl gay beneficiaries, are recognized. Cranky Pants McCumbucket. Teraz. Advent Dawn. The lettuce is so fucking good. Got you. Wage. Put lettuce eating Mitch glowering at Grape Nuts McCoy playing with Uya and steve butt, you cowards. All right, well, if the uh, lobbyists want it, then, I mean, the bogey beneficiaries want it. Oh, God, I just, got, I just <laughs> really got to get the lettuce oh, right in my... You're right there. That's right in my cry. Twelve Squidwards masquerading as Sonny for the win. Evan Bowell, the Spice, Saskatchewan Mesquite Trees, and Mrs. Brisby's Boobus are S-tier. Fight me. And finally, dump truck no. treg Borschwitz. Uh, if we get three lights and two lights, then there would be five lights, right? Hey, no, uh, Steve, um, just just <laughs> asking you a question here. How many lights are there? There mm. are four lights. Uh, there are five lights, Steve. Five, five. No, no, Steve. <laughs> I mean, I know that elementary arithmetic was not your your greatest strong suit, and it served you well back then, but not so much now because there are definitely. Five